Thank you for listening today. Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Zupreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us. Make sure to follow us on Facebook for more information on upcoming podcasts, education, and Facebook fun. Welcome to the Zoo Nation podcast channel brought to you by Zupreme. Zupreme makes healthy food for pet birds, rabbits, guinea pigs, and ferrets. If you're listening today, your home has probably experienced the love and happiness of owning a non-traditional or exotic pet. We know it's a zoo in your home sometimes. Here's Dr. Lori now to help you learn more about the care of that special pet in your home. Today we're going to listen to podcast number two. Remember, I'm Dr. Lori Hess, Director of Pet Health and Nutrition at Supreme. Podcast 22 today, we're talking about spring cleaning with birds. Really important topic. Um, we're all excited that spring is here, and I know I'm excited. I live in the Northeast, and it's been freezing. It's kind of freezing today, too, um, but I'm hoping that in the next couple of days, we're going to get into the 60s. Um, all our birds are revving up for spring. They're getting really reproductive. Everybody's getting ready for mating, and there's a lot of chirping and a lot of uh, uh, funky behavior going on in our birds. But um, as we see spring come, there are a lot of things we want to be aware of um, as we clean our homes. So what we want to think about, um, a few important points. First, I wanted to talk about um, cleaning the cages properly. Really, really important point. Um, for all of us that have birds, you know, we regularly clean cages. Usually we do it weekly. I know that I spot clean my bird's cages every day, meaning I take the newspaper out on the bottom of the cage. And, and I do recommend using nothing but newspaper on the bottom or butcher paper. Um, some people like to use, uh, you know, all kinds of th- substrates in the bottom of the cage, things like corn cob or um, mulch chips or things like that. All of those substances are very dusty. They breed bacteria and mold, fungal spores. So I don't recommend that you use that. Um, simple, inexpensive piece of newspaper. If you want it to look nicer, you can use butcher paper, that white paper comes in packets. Uh, So use that in the bottom and just clean it out every day, freshen the newspaper. And as every day most of us are doing, we're we're probably just, you know, vacuuming out, using our little dust buster to vacuum out uh, any of the little pieces of food items that have dropped um, through the grate below onto that paper. Um, You might even be wiping down your purchase daily. That's something I do. But um, each week I really do a more thorough cleaning where I really wipe down the toys, um, I wipe off the perches. I, you know, thoroughly clean all the food bowls, anything that's been sitting in there. But springtime, I do a more uh, intensive deep cleaning. So what do I do? I actually live in suburbia. So this is great if you live in the suburbs or if you live in a rural area and you can do this. If you, if you live in a city, it's kind of hard to do this. But if you can do this um, and you can actually take your cage outside, um, that is definitely the best way to do it. So, um, take your cage outside, roll your cage outside if it's on wheels, um, and try to, um, 
get it into an area where you're not going to mind if things are blowing around on the ground, if something drops. Um, basically, what I do there is I take a hose and I actually hose down my whole cage. Um, and if you're not able to do this and you live in an apartment, you can actually pick up the cage if it's small enough and put it in your bathtub or your shower and do the same thing. And I use a brush um, and hot soapy water and I scrub down everything. I get into the nooks and crannies. Um, I take out frayed perches. A lot of us use soft rope perches, which are great, terrific on birds' feet. Um, but I actually take them out if they're frayed and I throw them away. And springtime is a time that I replace those perches. Um, if I have uh, wood perches in the cage that are really soiled, I'll throw those away too, or if they're chewed up. Um, or even those concrete perches, which can be really useful for trimming nails down, as we've talked about previously. Um, those can actually accumulate a lot of debris, a lot of food, a lot of poop, a lot of urates in the little cracks and crevices. So if those are nasty, I'll scrub them down. And if they're really, you know, beyond hope, I will replace them. Um, one of the common questions I'm asked is, what do I clean the cage with? Well, um, I use hot, hot soapy water. Um, soapy water like you clean your dishes. And if you really need to disinfect, if you're cleaning, say, between birds, you know, and you're giving the, the one bird a cage that's been used by another bird, um, or if you uh, really have to get into uh, disinfecting a cage because a bird's been sick and you want to put the bird back in the cage. Um, ideally, the best cleaner to use that kills almost every microbe that we see in birds is bleach. Um, you want to dilute it 1 to 20 with hot water and you can spray it in the cage. You obviously want to have the bird out of the cage and for all of this, you want your bird to be far away, far out of the cage, nowhere near any fumes or aerosol sprays that you're using. Um, we'll talk about that in a little more detail in a second. And um, you want to scrub really, really hard. And, and the most important thing is if you're going to use any kind of cleaner, whether it is, you know, a chemical cleaner or not, you want to make sure you get it all out before you put your bird back into the cage. So that means that um, if you have porous things in the cage, um, if you have things like uh, wooden perches, um, you definitely, definitely want to um, uh, scrub those perches down, but if you feel like the bleach is really something you could smell in the uh, the wooden perch or any of the items in the cage and toys in the cage that might be porous, you probably want to replace those if you have to clean the cage with something like a disinfectant like bleach. If you're using hot soapy water, it should be fine. Um, you don't want to use any kind of chemicals that have a strong odor that you can't rinse off when you are washing everything down. So contact time is important if you're trying to disinfect. Um, so using that hot soapy water or even if you're using bleach or another chemical like that um, that doesn't have a strong aerosol smell, um, you want to make sure you let it sit there for a couple minutes, um, kill off things that you might be trying to kill, and then make sure you wash it all out. And if you do this deep cleaning in the spring outside, you can really hose down the cage. If you're doing it in a bathtub, um, you happen to have one of those nozzles that has a handheld shower, you can you know spray it into all the cracks and crevices. Um, you don't want to use anything, again, that you can't wash off that's going to leave a strong residue or a strong smell because you don't want to expose your bird to that when you put the bird back into the cage. Um, how often should you clean the cage? Like, uh, you know, we were mentioning before, I spot clean this cage every day for my birds, meaning I take that newspaper out. Um, I, at least once a week, I wipe down all the perches. I wipe down the grate in the bottom of the cage. Um, I will use my little dust buster and, uh, you know, vacuum out the cage as needed. If a lot of uh, stuff is accumulating down in the tray, 
day or on that grate. And then, you know, during the rest of the year, I would say once a month, I do a really good scrub down of the cage. The springtime, though, is the one time of year where I really hose this cage out, as I mentioned. So it really depends on what kind of birds you have. If you have bigger birds, they tend to be very messy. Um, their poop is bigger. It sticks all over the place. Um, the major thing is that a lot of disease is built up in the cage with bacteria, fungal infections, yeast, um, you know, food sticks all over the cage and bacteria can build up particularly in warm weather if you're feeding fruits and vegetables and little pieces of fruits and vegetables accumulate in the on the bars of the cage and the cracks. So you really do have to be vigilant about getting that all cleaned off. Um, if you have to do the cage cleaning inside and your bird is in the house, you want to make sure there's really good ventilation. Open the windows, open the doors. Definitely make sure, though, that your bird is far, far away uh, and that the bird is not exposed to any of the aerosols that you're spraying, um, can't be exposed to any of the fumes that you smell in that cage. If you smell them, your bird is going to be very, very sensitive to them. Remember, birds have a very, very sensitive respiratory tract, and any kind of fumes that uh, come off of cleaners or aerosols perfumes, anything like that can cause serious injury and even death to birds if they're exposed. Um, so again, the idea is to really disinfect everything in the cage that you can. Um, toys that, you know, they've been hanging there forever. Some things you can wash. I mean, if row perches are in good condition, you can actually throw those into the washing machine. Um, if they have plastic on the end, you've got to be careful drying them. You don't want to melt the plastic. Um, but you can wash those perches and it's a great idea, you know, to get them really clean. Um, just remember when you're taking your bird out, of the cage to do this deep clean, you put him or her into a safe environment. Ideally, you have like a little holding cage um, in another room in a separate airspace. So there's no chance that your bird is going to be exposed to any of the fumes coming from any chemicals that you're using to clean the cage. And you want to keep the bird there uh, in the separate area for as long as you can until certainly everything is dry in the cage and there are no fumes that you can detect in any way. When it's all dry and you set it back up again um, and you can't smell anything, then it's safe to put the bird back in. Um, I think in general, uh, you should be washing out your food cups every day, um, particularly if you're feeding uh, vegetables and fruits, things like, you know, moist sticky things that would get stuck in there. Um, dry items like pellets can sit in there for a while. If you feed seeds as a treat or nuts, they can sit in there for a day or two. You don't want them to sit there for a long time. They, they should be refreshed anyway to be feeding fresh food to your animal. Um, but certainly any of the moist food items you want to replace and, and, you know, clean out those bowls daily. I mean, you wouldn't want to eat off a dirty plate, right? Have a meal over and over again on the same dirty plate. You don't want that for your bird either. That's potentially a health hazard. Um, so remember also that dust carries through the air. So springtime brings out a lot of dust. We're cleaning our homes. Um, we're sweeping. We're vacuuming. If there's a lot of dust being kicked up in the area where your bird is, um, your bird is potentially being exposed to that dust. And that dust, dust has fungal spores in it. Um, aspergillosis, you probably heard of if you're a bird owner. Um, aspergillosis is a fungal spore that's in our environment. Um, it just lives no matter what. Um, it is an infectious organism. It's not contagious from bird to bird. If a bird has aspergillosis, it can't really pass it directly to another bird. But when dust is kicked up and those mold spores, those fungal spores, hang out in that dust um, and your bird breathes it in, particularly large amounts of dust if you're doing spring cleaning, that bird uh, is potentially susceptible to getting this aspergillosis fungus in his or her uh, respiratory tract. 
tract and it's a very bad disease. It's very hard to treat. It potentially can kill your bird. So if you have a lot of dust, if you're, you know, shaking out pillows or, or vacuuming the floor, or if you're turning on your air conditioner for the first time, that first big puff of air that comes out of your air conditioner is filled with fungal spores. So, you know, potentially you, you just, you want to think twice. You want to make sure you get your bird out of the room if you're cleaning in this deep way, whether you're cleaning the, the cage itself or the environment around the cage. Now, a lot of us will clean our ovens also in the spring, and it's nice when we have those little uh, oven cleaner buttons on our, our ovens where we spray the spray, spray cleaner inside the oven, turn it on, walk away, come back, and all the grease and grime has been melted off. Remember, as we've talked about, that um, those oven cleaners and a lot of other appliances have Teflon inside, and those little switches that you turn on to oven clean heat up that Teflon, and Teflon, when it's heated, emits a, an odorless uh, vapor that we can't detect, but that potentially when birds breathe it in, is completely fatal and toxic to them. So do not use your oven cleaner, particularly your self-oven cleaner feature, anywhere near your bird. Get that bird out of the kitchen if he lives in the kitchen and you're cleaning your oven. Um, remember, those spray cleaners in general are all spray cleaners. Anything that is aerosolized potentially you know, can spread through the air and your bird will be sensitive. So no aerosols, no perfumes, no no spray, anything. And paint. We, we paint our houses too in the spring when we freshen things up. If you're painting your house, get your bird out. Um, if you can't get your bird out of the house altogether, please, please put him in a very, very separate airspace, ideally far, far away from the room you're painting. And if you can still smell the paint, then so can your bird and it's not safe for him to go back in. Um, you know, again, replacing toys in the cage, cleaning toys, if toys are really worn, if they're afraid, if there's fabric that birds can pull off and ingest, strings that are hanging, um, wood that's, uh, you know, broken up and tattered in the cage, it's time to replace those toys. And you probably, for, for birds like cockatoos, African greys, macaws, amazons, those birds that have big beaks and are chewing on those toys all year round, you probably want to be replacing those toys all year round. But if you forget um, and you look at your bird's swing, for example, and there's strands of fabric hanging down, it's time to replace your bird's swing. Um, you know, there's a lot of things in that cage, a lot of cage furniture that birds are very, very um, kind of addicted to or accustomed to and they like their environment just so. I know I always joke about my Pionis parrot. Um, he doesn't actually chew on his toys. He doesn't really play with them, but they're his and they're his cage furniture. He's almost 24 years old and I don't change anything. I wash them down, the toys and the perches and all that. Um, he just likes it the way it is. My cockatoo, on the other hand, destroys everything in five minutes. So I'm constantly changing all, all the items in the cage over and over again whenever they're chewed up. Um, so just look at the perches, look at the toys, use your judgment, but keep things fresh and clean. Um, if you do take your cage outside and you do have access to a power washer, that's great. You can really get in the nooks and crannies. We all, uh, if you live in suburbia or in an urban area, uh, in a rural area, you can certainly, um, uh, spray your cage down really hard with a power wash and it's great because it cleans everything. If you have an old cage, be careful not to get too close with the power washer because you can actually chip off some of the paint. You don't want to do that, but most of the new cages are pretty good at withstanding a good power washing. Um, check out your cage all around if you're cleaning it. Make sure there's no sharp edges. Those little cage skirts that go around, uh, the edges that catch all the food that they throw out, uh, you know, the bars of the cage. Make sure there's no sharp edges that 
they're bent from being knocked around. And if there are, you know, see if you can bend them back into place, file them down, or if they're really bad, it's time for a new cage. And you should be getting a new cage, you know, every few years, depending upon what kind of bird you have. Cages get old, they get rusty. If you see rust on your cage, not good. Um, if you have a, uh, you know, birds can chew on that rust and it can be toxic. If you have an old, old cage, you might even have a cage that's been painted with zinc in the paint. Um, and you want to definitely replace that if it's chipping, your birds can ingest that. It can be very, very toxic. Um, if you do take your bird out and have him in the environment, make sure he's not chewing on anything while you're cleaning the cage. You know, and I live in an old house. I have lead paint on my windowsills. I got to keep birds, my birds away from those areas and not let them chew on that while I'm getting things clean. I don't want them to be exposed to anything toxic. Um, you know, again, air conditioning, fans, those are all things that are on. If you're taking your bird out during the spring uh, to keep things clean, don't put the bird right in the draft. You don't want to chill them. You don't want them to fly into a fan or get caught. So put them in a safe area away from uh, any dangerous appliances or anything else that they could get into while you're uh, cleaning the cage. Um, remember also that many of us have UV lights in our cages. Really, really important. We all need exposure. We do, our birds do, to ultraviolet light uh, to make sure that we form the proper vitamin D in our skin in response to the UV light. We know that vitamin D is critical to the absorption of calcium from our food that we feed our birds. Um, and we know that pellets have everything a bird needs to uh, stay happy and healthy. And the best way for them to utilize all that great uh, calcium calcium and all the nutrients in pellets is to make sure they have adequate vitamin D and, that forms in their skin in response to sunlight. A lot of people forget that that light, although it continues to burn over the cage, it looks like it's on that UV light if we have it. If you don't have one, you should get one. Um, if that UV light has been there for more than six months, it may still be burning, but the UV spectrum and the part of the, the spectrum that's particularly important to form vitamin D in the skin of the bird has burned out. We don't see UV light, so we can't tell that. Um, so you want to date the box um, at which time you change the bulb. And if you can't remember when you last changed the bulb, it's probably time to change the bulb. So uh, springtime is a great time to get a fresh new bulb, put it above your bird's cage. I did this recently myself and I was so amazed at how much brighter that bulb was than the bulb that had been sitting there for I don't know how many months. Um, I didn't notice it went on, but um, it's so much stronger when there is uh, an appropriate UV spectrum being emitted from that bulb. And don't be afraid of UV light. The, the bulbs that are made for birds are very, very safe. They can't harm their eyes. Um, they can't burn them. Ideally, they should be on about 10 hours a day, a, sort of a normal day of exposure to sunlight, and sit about a foot to a foot and a half away from where your birds sit. Um, this is sometimes hard when you have a big cage, but a lot of the lamps have sort of a gooseneck and you can adjust them and shine the light in the area where your bird sits most, maybe on his, his favorite perch. Um, so again, if you are cleaning your cage, uh, just remember springtime, great time to do it. Um, if you have specific questions for me, um, I would love to take them. Just remember that throughout all these episodes, you can follow the Zupreme Facebook page where there are posts before every show where you can ask questions for me to answer on the show. Um, you'll also see some sneak peeks to episodes you may have missed there as well. And if you have any questions, you can contact us at one 800 345-4767 or at customercare at zupreme.com. So I thank you today for listening and if you have questions, please stay tuned. Thank you for listening today. 
Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Zupreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us.